Hey, Pepin. Yo, yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot about our last podcast and how we were running through the top 100 podcast topics by Hector Prenoir. Yeah, the one that we only got through 50. We got halfway there. I think we should finish that episode up. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, then we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan. How's it going, Pepin? Doing good, doing good. How about yourself, Steve? Not too bad, thank you. I know we made it through a couple, uh, but we made it up to 50 on the podcast topics. Of course, we're jumping around, but we did make it up to the 50. Can you recap for us? Um, There's that song by that guy that's like, cocaine... That, that like that yeah that's pretty much if you didn't listen to the last episode you are now caught up um let's keep moving so just um just a, a quick reminder the letter x in this list which a link to this list is in the description uh represents something specific and we'll we'll denote what the x means um so i'm going to be replacing the x with this topic and uh, and then we'll have a discussion about it. So I want to start by replacing the X's with sex. Sex. Ooh. So question 51. Questions to ask yourself before starting with sex. Can I get erect? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. Okay. Sometimes, to be honest, it's not always about getting erect, but you gotta ask yourself if it interplays with whatever you're doing. Question 52. Seven people doing sex the right way. Um, I mean, porn stars. Uh, I mean, that's more than seven people, but let's just say there's seven porn stars. Uh, or, Can yeah, you name whatever. seven porn stars? Uh, yeah. Alright, go. Alright, James Dean. There's Jenna Jameson. There's uh, Dido Angel. There is Sasha Gray. Uh, Ron Jeremy. He's kind of uh, does Ron Jeremy really count in this? Yeah, that's kind of a gimme, but it's there. Yeah. Um. Did, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat a little bit here. Uh, there's China from from the WWE. There's a night in China. She's not really a porn star. She just no. happened to do one porn after she was already a star. But porn is not what she was... No, that was what she was most famous for. Go on. Um, I think there's Ashley Ray. I think that's her name. And there's a few other names I can't quite remember. Who's that Who's that one person? Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. What to do... Uh, question 53. What to do if you're too busy to sex? Wait, to sext or to sex? Sex. We're talking about sex. Oh, like, like, in what environment? Is it like an office environment when you're at work? When uh, you're what to do jogging? if you're too busy to sex? Um, you ever been just so busy? You're, you're, you're busy and you're running around being busy, and then you're like, oh, I forgot to sex. Well, to be honest, my whole excuse for not having sex is being too busy. So. Uh, it's a it's a good personal vindicate or justification for my lack of sex. 
Interesting, interesting. So, rather than what to do if you're too busy to sex, it's the other way around. How, how would you phrase that? What? How to not have sex because you're too busy? Good excuses for not having sex. Good excuses for not having sex. You're too busy. Yep, that's a good one. You're too busy. Your dick's not hard. Um, is that really an excuse though? Cause like you can just like tape like a pencil onto it. Ah, you're talking about getting a splint for your limp dick. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody, text me and let me know if that actually works. <laughs> I, I suppose the problem would might be like with some people. With some people, not, my, not myself, of course, is that the pencil would be longer than the uh, the dick itself. <laughs> Number, we'll just sharpen the pencil, Nate. <laughs> Number 55. How to know when to call it quits. In the context of sex. Um, after you come. You know, you, you orgasm. Uh, okay, done. Or after you're concussed. For some people. Oh! That's, won't yeah. name names. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense, yeah. Um, All right. Oh, wait, wait. Another one. Yep. Another one. Um... After your dick goes numb and limp. Ooh, that's a good one. Ten sex tips from the experts. Um, where, where are the experts? Where are the experts? Give me give me just a couple. We don't have to do all ten. Give me just a couple. Alright, are, are we talking in the context to like male-female or male-male? We're just talking about sex in general. Sex in general? Okay. Um, first thing is to learn your partner's style. Or their their emotional profile, because some people respond very well to touch. Like they're very hyper aroused, and you know you can just like go at them. Like they don't they don't want to just like uh, you know fucking go through twenty minutes of foreplay. Rather they're just DTF like anytime. Like, ah, so you're talking about gay sex? I'm I'm talking about uh, you had a girlfriend who was like that. Uh, she, like she said she didn't like foreplay. She just wanted to like get right down. Well, maybe I was just bad at foreplay. Maybe, maybe, but but there there exist women who are like that, and also men who are like that. You know, they really want to like do that kind of stuff, but they just want to go for it. Uh, so you want to kind of fit that, but also amalgamate each other to fitting each other. So yeah, like a win-win scenario, and so, sometimes maybe it's they win and then you win the next time, like a, like a, like a sixty-eight. Ah, my my tip is if you need to spice things up in the bedroom tabasco sauce that's it that's all you need to know you'll know what to do from there um one more tip i have is so there's this location not many people know about it it's um like you know where your hip bone is yes like like, like, yeah okay so between that and the perineum like like there actually is a spot on the leg and it's kind of hard to find, but it's two inches below where the spot between your hip bone and your perineum. If you go two inches below that and then to the left, just a tiny bit, there's actually a spot right there where if you kind of like uh, put your finger there and kind of wiggle it around a little bit, I mean, it, it drives people crazy. Like, like, like. Yeah, they, but what can we do for women? Well, that, that's the same thing. It, it, men, uh-huh. women, um, people who are. No, gender neutral. Uh, I was thinking like dragging people. Dra- dragon people? They exist. 
Okay. Number 58. Back to basics. An introduction to sex. So, when you have a sexual interest in somebody, it's very important that you have their consent before having sex with them. Consent should always be the number one most basic rule. Before anything else, consent is a must. And and then from there, you just kind of make shit up, to be honest. Like, like do what teenagers do. Just kind of like, kind of sit there awkwardly making out, and then kind of start like humping each other a little bit, and then just just do things until things fit into place. And eventually, you're like, oh, okay, I think this feels good. Okay, oh, what just happened? Oh man, what's that? Start with your hand, then go to your mouth, then explore other orifices. See what happens. Are, are toes orifices? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, in between the toes, there can sometimes be orifices. But check your partner's toes for consent. Nate, name, give me, name a person. John. How I helped John get started with sex. Um, well, first I got John a boyfriend. His name is Chad. And then I gave him some condoms and said, go wild. Now... Uh, Chad didn't really know Joe at the time, but they, they got along great. Um, I, I heard about this site called uh, um, Sex Explanations. Um, they're on a podcast, and they, t- they teach you about sex, and this is how I taught them about sex. Ah, you gave them a helpful podcast to listen to. Yeah, it's a, it's a podcast. Well, it's becoming a podcast. How are John and Chad today? Uh, well, currently they're fictional, but uh, they're probably doing pretty good. Ooh, fiction. Is there is there anything that they can do to to help that? Their, their fictionality. Um, they could. Uh, they they could. They they they, they could pull pull a Pinocchio. Ah, they could Pinocchio that. Okay, yeah. okay, and that's how they get started with sex. Uh, Pull a Pinocchio. Yeah, that sounds okay. like a good euphemism. Like, uh, you know, do you do the good old Pinocchio and babies? Number part. number sixty five. How to track your progress with sex? So Kegels are a great way to track your progress with uh, your sexual fortitude, because Kegels will actually, you know, for people who don't who don't know, so Kegels are the muscles, at least with men that prevent you from urinating. So, you know, when you're taking a piss and uh, you can stop it midstream, that's your Kegel muscles right there. Now, interestingly enough, you can actually stop your semen from coming out. And this can actually, you know, some training, you know, it's a lot of training, but you can actually have multiple orgasms with sex. And also you can please your partner for however long you want. And you can time your ejaculation to where your partner is also orgasming. So you can both like, you know, come at the same time. And that's kind of nice because then it's not like that awkward thing of like, like uh, you come and then she's not done, then you have to like, okay, I gotta go down on you now, or maybe she comes and then you're still kind of fucking her, and she's like, okay, are you finished yet? I'm like, uh, eventually, hold on. So, so that that's a great way to track your track your sexual progress. He goes and then how far you can get, how close you can get to coming at the same time. Ah, interesting. I was gonna suggest uh, an old classic notching your bedpost. This is not something I thought of, but that's actually pretty genius. It's a great way to track your progress. 
Um, you can even make a table if you'd like and, and turn it into a graph on your bedpost. And you can notch your bedpost and eventually graph your bedpost. This is, this is pretty good. I, I might take that to heart. Number 68. What part of sex gets prioritized? Um, the, the penis. Okay. The penis gets prioritized. For I mean, you but, or in general? Uh, what if there is no penis? Uh, see, see, I'm not being very, tr- very truthful here because I've only had two partners, but those two partners, I've always been overly prioritizing their, their, their pleasure. So I'm not, I'm not being accurate here, but um, I guess the other person, yeah, I'll say the other person. Because that's more accurate to me. Huh. But I, I'd like to thank myself. I like to pretend I'm mar- narcissistic. So that sounds very altruistic of you. Number 69. I'm not going to read. I just wanted to say 60. Number 72. 10 reasons why you should hire me or buy my course. Why should people hire you for sex? Well, to be honest, they probably shouldn't unless they just want to give me money. So, prostitution is currently illegal, and I'm not going to do illegal shit because that, that's, that's not how I roll, man. I'm straight edge, like a, like a razor. You know, is it, it's illegal to hire a prostitute, but is it illegal to be a prostitute? I kind of am a prostitute. Which, which part of it's illegal? Wait, hold on. Yeah, both, right? It's like selling drugs. Like, it's illegal to sell the drugs, but it's also illegal to buy the drugs. Interesting, interesting. So when cops are setting people up and they're selling them drugs, are they not breaking the law in and of themselves? Uh, well, I think they have a, uh, like, a, like, an exception for that. You know what? Let's change the topics here for the final 25. Let's talk about prostitution. Okay. Number 76, an advanced prostitution technique that's proven to work. Basic level is you stand on the corner, you hold out your your leg, or you look like a, a half man, half woman. You fan yourself, you fan your breasts, and you say, hey there, big fella. What's a more advanced technique that's proven to work? So I would say work is a very subjective term because you know work for what getting your client off getting more money uh having a safer job experience but let's say generating clients okay i'm gonna take a different angle because okay you take a different angle i'll i'll wrap back around to generating clients uh i think as far as like say making money from from the research i've done on this the way to make money is not necessarily by just fucking people, cause if you if you're just a hooker who just like fucks people, you're gonna make money, but it's gonna be from kind of people who don't have money. Instead, what you wanna find are the people who want to take you out to dinner, the people who want to have a whole date night with you, and people who want to show you off. And those are usually rich people. So from what I've what I've seen, what what I've what I've sorry, from what I've read and studied with this. The advanced technique is to find rich clientele who want to take you out to dinner, take you out to lunch, do all, do all these things, and pretty much have a date with this like stunning, gorgeous model. It's usually men who do this. And uh, sometimes there's not even sex involved. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times there is sex involved. But sometimes they say there's not even sex involved, and these clients will pay a lot of money. So some of the most successful prostitutes you know, might not even have sex every time they do it. And often they just have these 
whole all-day events with just these rich guys going out to dinner and just kind of fancy things. So, so selecting the right clientele. So, selecting the right clientele and also um, going on dates with them. So don't just like make it about sex. Make it about the experience. Like you want to make so, so with these clientele, what they want is they want to be perceived as someone that's of high value who has landed this you know smoking hot you know girl, and who he's just showing her off. So you want to be the girl who is or the guy I don't know who is being shown off. You want to be that person. So you want to enhance their image or their perception of their image from for people ah interesting now this sounds like it's um more directed towards people who are attractive enough to to be that desire now there are some people who aren't attractive enough but still want to be prostitutes and my tip for them for finding a a more advanced technique learn morse code (laughs) when you're in the Go into the men's bathroom, sit in a stall, do some taps. Eventually, the right guy's going to come along who knows Morse code and talk dirty. Talk dirty through your Morse code. Listen, if there's anything that's proven to work, it's dirty talk through Morse code in a gas station bathroom. There's actually a, a story about some, I don't know, some senator or some 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 legal person. I don't know, some, some lawmaker or whatever. And uh, he got caught by, a, by an officer because he was in the bathroom and he started tapping with his foot or something. He, he did something which was like some code for like, hey, let's let's hook up and get sex or something like that. I, I don't know, something weird. And the officer recognized it and ended up arresting this guy. And then he got caught in this gay sex scandal. Oh, my. So that, that, that's yeah, that, that's a good tip. I mean, let's, just let's, don't don't get caught by the cops. Yeah, use 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 a discretion. discretion. Yeah, there we go. Number seventy-seven, Nate. I need you to tell me. Have you seen? Have you uh, have you read any recent research studies? Any studies? People have been doing research about a thing. Yeah, sure. Tell me about one of them. So is this one about this guy who did a study to find out uh, if maternal kind of a uh, Maternal versus paternal heritability and its effect on, say, uh, parental and familial kind of giving. So, essentially, if it's your mother's mother's mother's, you know, th- their mother's sides are more likely to give, say, a bride and groom more resources because they're certain that's their their relative. Whereas if if it's your uh, father or like a, a grandfather's son's son, there's a line of uncertainty there and. The family members on that side are less; they will give less to that couple, the newlywed couple. That is fascinating. How does that apply to prostitution? How does that apply to prostitution? See, it sounds like we're talking about the guarantee of lineage, and males can never be a hundred percent certain without genetic proof that they are the father of the child. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. So, so the further down the line the male version goes on the father's side, the more there may be an actual deviation. And actually, all it would take would be one, and all of a sudden it's no longer in the same family bloodline. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, how does that how does that apply to to prostitute to prostitutes? I can imagine if you're looking for a female prostitute, maybe maybe there's something along those lines that the further down down the block you go 
the more likely it is to be a man. The further down the block, like the physical block. Yeah, like you should, like you should probably pick up one of the first ones that you see. Not like the eighth one, because the further down the line, the more chance of deviation from womanhood there is. If you're looking for a woman, of course. Uh, Are there ever women who pose as men? Yeah. To pick up, to pick up, women, to try and have sex with them for money. Yeah. And then women find out that they're actually women, and they're like scared and run away, or they're like, "Ooh, secret." I mean, it's so. This is okay. This is gonna sound maybe offensive to some people, but there was this. Uh... There's this guy at the gas station. I, I used to like go to the gas station late at night, and I chat with the guy. And the, the guy was pretty cool. He was like a little younger than me, but he seemed pretty cool. And he had nothing to do. I had nothing to do. I, I did the closing shift, so just just had some time to kill at night. And he's telling me about how he have he found this like super hot girlfriend at uh, you know working. And I'm like okay, and, she's, and I guess she worked at Domino's and stuff, and she'd come in. And uh, I'm like, okay, I'll have to meet her sometime. And then eventually I got to meet her, and uh, they were they were definitely either transsexual or a crossdresser, or I'm not sure exactly what. Uh, but they looked like a guy with long hair. And the only thing for me that was con- like concerning is like I don't care. I don't I don't care if that's what the guy's into. I was just worried that he wasn't aware that this was somebody with a penis and that he was just going to be really surprised at some point and be like, dude, why didn't you tell me? So that that's my concern. That is the exact opposite of what I was pitching. Yeah, I'm not sure, sure where I'm going with this. But it was a great anecdote that leads us into our next one by having nothing at all to do with it. Ooh. Number 78. How to eliminate distractions and focus on prostitution? Um, what's what sort of things are distracting from from prostitution? Honestly, porn would be distracting from prostitution. I mean, mm-hmm. you can you can maybe learn some stuff in there, but the thing is, there's the refractory period, and the less that you are, the more that you're in that refractory period, the less you can actually perform. So, kind of having long like longish periods between that refractory period will allow you to perform better but then at the same time you might say that porn might be an enhancer i mean if if you are trying to go for endurance because maybe you don't want to come like right away and you want to just want to fake it with the person so in that case maybe it's an aid but maybe it's it's also a a detractor i think facebook might be distracting because it's just distracting in general so lose internet don't don't lose the internet because craigslist is probably the best place to to do your marketing. Uh, uh, so lose certain, block certain sites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do it your Facebook. Number 80. Old prostitution principles that still work today. Um, be willing to have sex with, with a stranger. If he's got a dollar, let him make you holler. Um, always leave a customer satisfied. You need more than the tip if you're going to get a tip. Um, d- don't get herpes because it, it, it will show eventually and then 
you'll have to deal with outbreaks and it gets kind of strange to deal also um um tr try to use a condom if you can i mean i know that's an issue but try to use a condom that's not really an old-timey tip but uh you know be, be, be careful with who you do it with because you know you don't want to end up with a baby but uh, unless you're like you know fucking like somebody who's rich in which case have a baby and take half their money or become one of their uh, concubines okay this is getting offensive now keep your pimp hand strong <laughs> 81 three prostitution ideas that don't work anymore you know i think that the fishnet stockings and the the long long flowing hair and the the push-up bras standing on the street corner whistling at guys it just doesn't work anymore it's it's old world and it, it's time to move past that i think it makes you look like a cheap whore when you want to be a cheap prostitute <laughs> I love that there's, there's like a distinction there. Like, <laughs> so my suggestion is to actually this one I don't need suggestions. So I'll just say that that doesn't work anymore. Maybe maybe explore some different avenues. Maybe uh, Morse code. Who knows? Morse Morse code number number eighty two. If I had fifty dollars to spend on prostitution, I would buy. What would you buy with fifty dollars? Well, it depends on the quality, right? So, also depends on what your specialty is and everything, and also it depends on if you consider, say, sex sex therapist to be like prostitution, because uh, there's people out there who are licensed. I mean, particularly in California, to uh, give hand jobs, and and uh, it's it's not prostitution; it's rather sexual work. It, they call it like sexual healing. And they might get blowjobs or have sex with you, and if I can get a copay on that, and you know they're reasonably attractive, uh, that's that's probably the route I would go. Cause not only is it legal, but it's also gonna heal me inside and outside. So you would buy a doctor? Uh, yep, a, a hot doctor with with a copay. If I had fifty dollars, I would buy fifty one dollar hookers. <laughs> Uh, prostitutes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, fifty-one, like, like fifty, like, so there's fifty of them, and they all cost one dollar. There would be a quantity of fifty at a cost of one dollar each. Okay. Prostitutes. Okay. The, the, but I would only take them ten at a time. You, you think those prices? Ex actually, yeah, they probably exist over in uh, Africa. So. And that's a story. You could, anybody can have sex with a fifty dollars prostitute, but fifty one dollar prostitutes. Now that's a story. You know, I, I've thought a lot about the whole prostitution thing since our episode on prostitution. And in that episode, I was having a hard time like coming up with a situation where I would have sex with a prostitute. But I came up with plenty of situations after, and I think they're all reasonably justifiable. Like kind of like kind of curious. Like if I could have like. You know, say 10, 15, you know, really attractive girls at once. Okay, uh, I'll pay a thousand dollars for that. Why not? If um, if it's like Mila Kunis, yeah, sure, pay a thousand dollars for that. Um, if it's uh, actually those are the, those are the main two circumstances. <laughs> so either fifteen women or Mila Kunis. Yeah, 
Or it could be... Alright, someone tweet at me, Lacunas, and let her know. Or it could be, like, the girl from The Hunger Games. Uh, uh, oh, wait, Jenna Jameson. No, no. No, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, there we go. Number 83, five prostitution rules I refuse to follow and why. Um, well, the first rule I don't follow is never give your client's name out because I, I always tag him on my uh, my social media to, just uh, so they can spread the word about me. <laughs> well, you have, I make them sign a release first. <laughs> How many people? Just finished up with at Nathan Pepin. Got an opening at six. LOL. Uh, get it? Opening? Who, who's opening here? <laughs> Yours. Shit, man. Um, another rule that I absolutely refuse to follow is getting a pimp. I can be my own pimp. All I gotta do is beat myself up once in a while for not having enough money. <laughs> that sounds like just people in general. <laughs> Wear a big hat. Put fish in my shoes, which my cat does for me. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so be your own pimp. That's my, my biggest suggestion. Why? Cheaper. Safer. Uh, less men involved. Number 85. Talk about the people in your life that inspired you to prostitute. So actually... It's not someone in my life so much as a podcast I listen to called Freakonomics. So when I talked about, like, that girl who... Or when I talked about, like, the whole prostitution thing where you uh, you find high-class clients and everything, and then you just go on dates with them, I learned that from Freakonomics. And then what's strange is uh, I started seeing it a few other places, so I started looking into it, and it's a thing. So... Um, that, that's something that was not, not personal people from my life, but, uh, yeah. Uh, also, Steve, you've been a been big influence in my, uh, my career because you taught me everything is business and the way to handle this is as a business. So people want to make, make it look like it's something else, but it, it's more than that. It's just business. Um, and also the other thing is there's a line from Game of Thrones by Littlefinger and Littlefinger is giving like one of his prostitutes, like a little motivational speech and that motivational, that motivational speech, he's saying like, you want to make the person, the other person on the end have the impression that, you know, like they, like they know you're just a prostitute and you're just kind of fucking them right for the money. But you want to like have that kind of thing where, you're like, like they're actually pleasing you. Like this is actually something they're enjoying, right? And that this is something actually you actually want to do. But you know, in the back of their mind, they're like, oh no, this it's just acting. This is for money. But then it's like, no, actually, I think I think I'm just pleasing them really well. So that that's something. So th those are three people from my life who I've never met or anything. I mean, George R. R. Martin haven't met him yet. But yeah, they're in my life. But you're in my life, Steve. I love, I love it. That's inspirational. Yes, yes. Who has inspired your life with prostitution? Um, Troy and Belisario, definitely. Um, the girl from the most recent Star Wars, for sure. <laughs> Why? Because um, they're just really cute. 
Number 87, terminology. Define words and phrases used in the prostitution industry. Um, bottom bitch. Oh, define that? So, it's like, you think bottom bitch would mean that it's like the, uh, like the, the person at the bottom, like the low of the low. But really, you're, like a pimp's bottom bitch is actually like their best bitch. It's like the top bitch, but she's actually at the bottom because it's, it's I don't know, like. She's the base. You build everything off of. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so the bottom bitch, um, there is, that's, that's pretty much all I know. Uh, sarsaparilla. Is that, is that like, uh, that stuff in ginger ale? Uh, close. It's when you put seltzer water in your mouth and then give a guy a blowjob. It's called a sarsaparilla. Um... Okay. Okay. But only prostitutes are licensed to do that. <laughs> 10 lesson number 90. 10 lessons I learned about prostitution from my mentor or mom. What are 10 lessons you learned about prostitution from your mentor or mom? Um you don't have to specify which one. Um Um, don't wear two condoms at the same time because the friction will cause them to rub holes in themselves and then you might as well not be wearing a condom at all. Also, don't put Vaseline on a condom because Vaseline eats through them. Eats right through the latex and then might as well not be wearing a condom. Get sex safe lube. Um, great lesson from my mentor or mom. Um... Bitcoin is actually a pretty good like Bitcoin and any altcoin is a good avenue for payment because it's a push only payment meaning that you can't really get refunds and also it's pretty anonymous I mean it's not technically anonymous but uh, it, it's anonymous like where if it, it's hard to really prove that you got the money and stuff so and also it's, it's pretty secure if you know what you're doing so. If you're going to collect payment, uh, Bitcoin would be a great, great, uh, great way to do it. Ah, that is a great one. Actually, Bitcoin is very popular in like the, uh, the legal sphere for that reason. Interesting. Number 93, record yourself singing a song you wrote about prostitution. Uh, At your own risk, LOL. Um, okay, hold on a second. All right, Nick, get your, get your guitar. Do I have a guitar? Nate, you have many guitars. How many guitars were you looking at when you said, do I have a guitar? You know me a little too well. There's a prostitute in my head. On my head. And she's in my head. And she's dead, dead, dead. That was beautiful. I don't know why I sang so high there. I don't. I, I mean, I can't sing, so I guess that's my problem. I don't know why you sang so high there either. <laughs> we try to make There's a prostitute in my bed. 
And she gave me great head, but I blew her mind. And now she's dead, dead, dead. That's a little better. That was beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Um, it, it's something that I've been working on for a while. It shows your um. The technique is really, really what sets you apart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th that's why I blew her mind. <laughs> I don't think you understand prostitution if her mind is what you're blowing. <laughs> or maybe I don't. Ooh, plot twist. All right, I'll sing. I'll do something about prostitution. Oh. I didn't, I didn't expect this. Oh, man, I'm surprising Nate all over the place. So tip another cup back, relax, open up another bomb-ass drink. While I flip and spit some lyrical acrobats, I'm writing rats and spitting fast facts. Stacking fat cash, they call me ass backwards, it's magic. When I'm popping bottles and brothels, don't bother me, you bobble-headed bimbos. Limbo, how low can you go? I got the money to blow. No, I don't, I better go now. Quietly creeping while horny clients are sleeping, tiptoeing and peeping through the windows. Cracks in the door on the floor is the mayor. I better keep the secret, cause the slut that he was sucking was my cousin Steven. And now I'm treating frequent heartburn, speaking of a hard swerve, creepers in the bar turn speakers in the barter speakers in the car player and that's all about prostitution but it's deep man it's deep i know i'm really trying to go for the intellectual crowd on that one um, um hashtag smart comedy number 95 three prostitution myths debunked um well i think we covered one of them already which is that prostitution is always about sex it's about status too Sex and status, sometimes not at the same time. Hmm, true. Um, another, another myth about prostitution is that you have to be attractive to be a prostitute. And that's just not true at all. You have to be attracted to be a good prostitute. Well, I... Okay, yeah. I mean, is there, there's also glory holes, and glory holes are like a whole another animal. Ah, and pro that brings me to prostitution myth number three. Glory holes are not, in fact, a literal animal. <laughs> Some people go to the zoo and they ask the attendant at the zoo, Hey, where do you keep your glory holes? And number, uh, number 99, which will be the last one, my favorite prostitution quotes of all time. Your favorite prostitution quotes or is it our favorite prostitution quotes? Our favorite. One of okay, my favorites is from Steve Martin. And it's, I believe that sex is one of the most beautiful, natural, wholesome things that money can buy. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, mine would probably be, do unto others what you'd have done to yourself. <laughs> That's an amazing one. Um, that one is Copernicus. 
Patrick Rothfuss. Call a jack a jack, call a spade a spade, but always call a whore a lady. Hmm. Hmm. Um, a dollar's a dollar. God, that's brilliant. Oh, holy fuck. I didn't think we could talk about prostitution for so long. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, no number 100? Well, actually, I think I might have question number 100. Okay. What episode do you guys want to hear? What do you want to hear us talk about? Ask us a question. Hit us up on Twitter at WNTT1. Or Facebook.com slash We Need to Talk Show. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Patreon, SoundCloud, YouTube. Now, that was a long list we made it through. Um, this suggests that we shouldn't have any problem getting way past 20 episodes with this list of podcast topics. And he does ask that we share this page. At Hector... Cuevas, oh man, I butchered that. I'm so sorry. H e c t o r c u e v a s. Um, he's fantastic. It's uh, hectorpreneur.com. Uh, definitely highly suggested. I do have one piece of creative uh, difference here that I kind of want to bring up, and that's number ninety-seven. Tell me what you think of this suggestion, Nate. Record an entire episode. In which every sentence starts with what if. Um, that one would be really painful to do. It would be really painful to listen to as well. It, it's like uh, people like those shows sometimes where they have them all in like verse and rhyming and stuff. I, I don't. It's just like, uh, stop it. <laughs> so you hate Shakespeare. So if it's ridiculously intricate and intelligent enough, where words are made up and timing is nothing if not everything, then it's okay. I don't know if I like Shakespeare. I, I like songs. I like songs with that, that rhyme. I don't know if I like Shakespeare. See, it's like, I should like Shakespeare apparently because it's really good. People still like jerk it off to this day. But I don't know if it's actually that good. But it's probably one of those things where I'm too dumb to know if it's good. I... I... <laughs> Or you're too smart to know if it's smart. So, on this on this vein of what if, we would have to start the episode with, what if Pepin? Or, what if hey Pepin? What if... Meter? <laughs> what if yo, yo, yo? What if yo, yo, yo? And we would have to end an episode like that with what if we need to talk <laughs> well what if we need to talk
get scratch fever. All you young tongue twisted bitches better come and get some. Yeah, you're a rapper, just you're wrapped around a tampon. And I'm a sucker for a punch drunk love song. So tip another cup back, relax, open up another bomb ass drink. While I flip and spit some miracle acrobats, I'm writing raps and spitting fast bags, stacking fat cash, you call me ass backwards, magic. When I'm popping bottles and brothels, don't bother me, you bobble headed bimbos. Bimbo, how low can you go? I got the money to blow. No, I don't, I better go now. Quietly creeping, walk on clients are sleeping, tiptoeing and peeping through the windows. Cracks in the door on the floor is the mayor. I better keep the secret, cause the slut that he was sucking was my cousin Steven. And now I'm treating frequent heartburn. Speaking of a heart swerve, creepers in the bar turn, speakers in the barter, speakers in the car blare, sweeping up the streets of all the freaks that are looking for dessert. Long jackets and short skirts, dirtiness is hard earned. In and of itself, it isn't hard learned. Lessons aren't lessened by the lesser or elixir. Given to the pressure, given art a fresh turn, given on a blessed church. A little bit of bitterness is precious if you press it hard enough to turn the diamonds into culture. Diamond into soul words, flying from my tongue and hitting timing like a soldier. Lighting up my bull burn, fighting with the fire that is eating me alive. Purge, flipping me the finger, call the middle one the old bird. Sitting on the steps, trying to listen to the whole world. Visions of a bold girl coming to my rescue, but the cesspool is a cold view. I don't mean to bring you down, it's just the hero role is getting old, dude. If I'm being honest, it's impossible to rest with temples pressed against a bar stool. Pay my tab in hard dudes, give in to the hard proof. Bleed out on the street, at least it's quiet in the secret, fully bar tuned.